Hey, what's good, Clipper Nation? It's me, William, the Opinion Updike. And I am a posit pretty positive Chuck Mockler. Hey, we're having a good time. <laughs> uh, Trying to. <laughs> we are Trying to. <laughs> <laughs> we are Locked on Clippers, part of the Locked on NBA Network. Come at you five days a week with all the fresh Clippers news. Um, if you're listening to this, we're recording this Tuesday night. We just got done with uh, that loss to the Sixers on the road. Unfortunately, we were not... We're not another team to beat the Sixers at home, unfortunately. Jovan Only a, two teams have done it thus far this season. Jovan Buha had a great quote about this game. He said, the Clippers lost this game on the fringes, which we'll get into. Okay. It is, I think that's a perfect way to say it. Yeah, totally. Uh, there's some encouraging things to look at in this one. A couple of them, for sure. We're going to look at what we liked, what we didn't like, as well as just overall how we're feeling. And then it's Wednesday. You know it. You, I just assume that you love it. <laughs> no if you're, one said if the If you're opposite, coming yeah. back for more, you love it. Uh, what you say? Uh, what you say? Wednesday, Charles put out a fabulous poll um, today, Tuesday on Twitter. I think he left it open, so you might be able to vote. You can still vote on it. The results are totally different. <laughs> it was like six in the morning when I put it out. I apologize. Uh, so that one is interesting. We're going to be talking a little bit about what the fan base wants or expects as far as seating is concerned. Yeah. Um, something to think about. Yeah, definitely. Especially uh, after this loss. Yeah. And then we're going to be wrapping things up with some shavings. Uh, we got to talk about the point guard situation with Pat Beverly's extended absence. So <laughs> yeah, all that and more coming up right about now. So as Will so uh, eloquently put it, the Clippers Traveled down to Philly, lost, which is a common thing for teams visiting uh, the 76ers. Two teams have beat them at home. The pretty Heat incredible. and the Grizzlies, I'm pretty sure. Which, you go ahead and figure that one out. Um, <laughs> we were without Patrick Beverly in this game. Yep. Which is now... It was felt. ...an issue. It's yep. definitely a thing. Is it the third game or fourth? It, it doesn't matter. It's too many. Don't matter. Um, <laughs> Don't matter. They put Horford on the bench, the 76ers did, which was an interesting move. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the first time coming off the bench since his 11th game in the league. Yeah. Which, hey, shout out to Al Horford for that longevity, you know? Um, Korkmaz, however, did not last long. He did not start the second half uh, with the starters. We, <laughs> we talked a bunch about the starting lineup on yesterday's pod. Yes. And kind of, I think... What neither of us wanted to happen happened for the Clippers starting lineup. I mean, when you're without the man who holds Doc's playbook, the offense quite literally the offense is going to look a little bit clunky. And then, I mean, it doesn't even need to be said. It's it's a cliche at this point, but you know we're missing the like the floor general on the defensive end, um, and he does. He rebounds. He hits threes. He does everything. That's the thing. Literally. He's yeah. He's a he's a Swiss Army knife and just a kid from Chicago. Just a Swiss Army Jeez. knife from Chicago. <laughs> um, we were missing him. The first eighty percent of this game was great. Yeah, it was tied at half. Like this was a this game lived up to its billing. It lived up. If you were a neutral fan, um, you know, to the neutrality, I guess. Like, but then there was a weird. There were like the refs flipped out in between the third and the fourth quarter. Yeah. And started calling some ticky tacky stuff. What did we like in this game? Uh hard fought game all around also. This was like this was a fantastic game of basketball. Hard fought game all around. Um, I don't know. Marcus Morris hit some big shots. Uh definitely. He, he was carrying the team because Paul George didn't show up for this game. 
I mean, we're talking about what we liked right I know, now. I'm sorry. We're talking about what we liked. <laughs> uh, Marcus Morris, 50% from three. Um, <laughs> there was one in the fourth quarter uh, where they kicked the ball out to him, and he like he took like one or two dribbles like past two jumping defenders and like nailed it. Yeah. Uh, from the from the corner from the right corner, and I mean, it's just great to have somebody to come up in those clutch spots. We often talk about like one role player kind kind is capable of showing out at any time. Yeah. But I feel like Morris is like that's that to the nth degree. You know what I mean? And I think we'll get more consistent performance from him he is gonna have some time there were a couple shots in this game where it was like okay you're getting used to not being the number one option on a bad knicks team right oh 100 there was some early short like shot clock in the, in the there was like four minutes left and he took a long mid-range two and he missed it early in the shot clock and i was like damn but the next possession he hit a corner three after that and then the one that was a little egregious was when Embiid was on him, and he went to the rim, and yeah, it was he like, got destroyed. you didn't even look for a yeah. pass. But, but those it, are growing anyways, pains. Yeah, th- those are definitely growing pains, which we will talk about some more in what we didn't like. Also, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, man. You talk, I mean, he he did. 12 of 23 from the floor. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Also shot 60% from three. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> you know, added nine assists. Uh, I don't know, man. He... He owns the Sixers he was still. He had, yeah, like him and Shamit. He still has a parking spot. If you listen to the show <laughs> yesterday, yeah, he's still it. got a parking spot there. Um, him and Shamit and Morris basically kept us on this one at half. Shamit finished with 19 on 55% shooting from the arc. For sure. Which we love to see. Shout out to Shamit. And some really competent effort on defense. The effort was there. I said this was his, instead of a revenge game, it was the much chiller version of a revenge game, which is the happen to be traded at a time when the other team needed a piece. That's just kind of unfortunate. No hard feelings game. Also, and I know this one's going to be a little controversial, but I got to say shout out for Tobias, man. Uh, That's not controversial. I, I mean, like, he doesn't play for our team anymore, but this is this is the first time he's, he's faced the Clippers since the trade. He was uh, second best plus 18 for the Sixers. Uh, finished with 17, 12, and 5. Yeah, it was a good and time. Glad Tobias I mean, had a good night. He's like a guy that I'm never really going to be mad at. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, sure. I feel like he, in his short time here, he gave every he gave his all to the organization. He got us to where we're at right now. Uh, and he was a huge piece in, you know, where we're at now. But anyways, <laughs> let's get into what we didn't like. Wait, there's a couple things that oh, we liked. there's um, some more? Okay. Zubats was peak serviceable tonight. What, all right, so what is peak serviceable? Because Doc doesn't use him in a feature role. Gotcha. He only gotcha, uses gotcha, him. Gotcha, That's gotcha. not a disrespect to Zubats. Yeah. Um, no, very fair. He battled Embiid. He blocked Simmons early. Like, he couldn't control the fouls, which is tough. But he just, I mean, there's there's a difference. Twitter was going crazy about how good he set screens. Um, like, there was, j- Morris is making Zubats look better in Doc's eyes. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The team looks better on both ends when Zoo is out there. That was evident tonight. I mean, Embiid is Embiid. He did his thing, but hats off to Zoo. He runs the floor well. Um, what did we not like about this game? Um, we got we got to talk about the biggest thing. Paul George. Paul George. Paul George. Paul George is going to make me give credit to Skip Bayless. 
because Skip Bayless calls Paul George George Paul when he doesn't play well, which, like, dude, I mean, even a blind... That's funny. Even a blind squirrel finds it out every now That's and then. That's funny. Um, this is the blind squirrel Skip Bayless's one nut. Um, <laughs> three of 15 in this game. Yeah. Just, like, oof. This felt like a game we should have seen three weeks ago from Paul George, and now I'm kind of like... I mean, he is still more or less fresh back. Um... I know, but three of fifteen. Some of the things that were nothing was there tonight. He was trying. He was like he did get to the line more than anyone from our from our team. That so two of those calls happened in the fourth when the refs completely lost their mind with the whistle though too. Yeah, totally. I mean, five dimes. Five, I mean, he had twelve boards. The silver lining is I did like how he was willing to go in for contact. Um, I think it's fake contact, though. I think he's going... What does that mean? So what we've seen the thing. He gets the ball at the top of the key, and he dribbles directly into a defender, and even before the contact's initiated, he's putting his arms up, but he's kind of trying to get the superstar call. Yeah, That's, that's what I mean by the fake. Like, the intent is immediately you know it's to get contact. Yeah. You don't think he's actually going to try and finish I mean, he got to the line twice as much as the next person in, 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 att- yeah. like, in terms of attempts. But that was only so- six times. Only four guys got to line in this game, which we did need. I'm not trying to discredit that. And we talked about this uh, a little bit in the preview. I thought um, that sometimes we would get the benefit of the doubt just because smaller guys going against the larger Philadelphia. We didn't. However, yeah, at home in Philadelphia, that was not the way this one played out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Shock. It sucked. Unfortunately for Paul George, I mean, just piggybacking onto that. Uh, just to just, just no to, comply, just to chill. I mean, front board. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's chill, dude. <laughs> it's a chill Better front, front board. boards than I am. <laughs> Modern skateboarding is very relaxed. <laughs> yeah, now. very true. Um, anyways, Lou Will also continues to be in a little bit of a shooting slump. Uh, I put him and Trez in the same in this game. In the Lou and Trez giveth and taketh away. It's a little bit difficult because he was asked to do a lot in this game, so it's, it's kind of hard for me to be overly critical of him. I mean, 35 minutes, uh, but if the being shooting, in that starting lineup. I, it, but if the scoring isn't there, this is I guess this is on Doc then, because if the scoring's not there, he's providing absolutely nothing else. I, and I don't mean that as disrespectful. No, 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 it's, no, just it's, like, it's, it's true. Against, like, this, against this Sixers team. If the scoring isn't there, I mean, we've talked, I mean, we've talked about it anecdotally, but it's like... Anytime Lou is on the floor, you're essentially giving up like almost 0.5 points per possession. Yeah, maybe like, one point per possession yeah. almost. Uh, and if Trez isn't effective either or is neutralized, it's just like that's two spots on the floor that are wide open. And he was a team worse, minus 12. Uh, yeah, he was 5 of 15. There was a sequence where he hit a three. It was, uh, it was 87 to 91. Mm-hmm. Lou hits a three. 90 to 91. Cardiac clippers, whatever, were on the front foot. Then there's this weird sequence where there's a jump ball. And the next possession is a Sixers offensive possession. And Lou just loses Richardson on a backdoor cut. And they score. Also, Josh Richardson murdered us. In the fourth, in the fourth. especially. Yeah. That was he absurd. He had like 80% of their points in the fourth quarter. He had like 17 in the fourth or something like that. Yeah. Shout out to Josh Richardson, but like... Fuck, man. We talked like this. That sucked. Yeah. Um, credit to Ben Simmons. He played some great defense. He did. Like, Ben Simmons had a triple-double. Like, their stars showed out. 
I don't know what the hell they're doing without Horford, but that's besides the point. Um, that was absurd that he was not on he just on the floor on the fourth. fourth. Like, I don't know. Like, so I mentioned... It that, worked. It worked yeah. for him, so... I mentioned that Jovan said we lost this game on the fringes. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost boards, free throw attempts, turnovers, blocks, and steals. And we tied in assists. Yeah, and That's we'll, like, that's, you know... And we shot 45% from three. Um, when we were... When it was halftime and we were tied, and we were at 45% from three, and they were two of ten, and we were like seven of something it was like i mean i'm glad we're tied but looking at that stat that's not indicative of we should be tied or something like that totally yeah how, how you feeling after this game twitter's freaking out which y'all just need to um, the only thing that's fair to freak out about right now is patrick beverly's injury <laughs> yeah i mean like I, I gotta be honest i'm not that disappointed it's kind of what i expected we actually covered the spread of what I thought a loss would be. We covered the updog spread, which if you bet um, against, let us know. If, if you take any betting advice from the show, please let us know. Uh, and I, I do. I what I did like was that I, I like to see Doc experimenting. It would have been nice to have Zoo out there some more in the fourth. Uh, just let him foul out. But I'm, I'm curious to see how this Morris at the five thing works, especially once, once Bev is back. Um. You know, I I don't know. This is a this is a solid loss for me. Whew. Taking it back to last year's a couple <laughs> years ago, encouraging losses. Um, I have I forgot one thing I didn't like. What's that? I got a gripe. So Zoo was close to fouling out. Yep. We closed out small. We closed out with Morris at the five. Yep. With Embiid on the floor. Interesting. Um, if Zoo if if so Doc's not going to play Zoo at all in the fourth, right? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. In the scenario where Zoo is about to foul out, couldn't maybe we just throw Zoo in for a cup, just a hot minute and a half, two minute stretch in the fourth? And if he fouls out, he fouls out. Fine. Doc gets whatever. He's not going to play Zoo. Then we go, or just in that before time. How is the spacing not there when we're going small? Like, I, it's because I don't think anyone knows what to do because it's a new lineup. Whatever. Like, I think that's a cut because, like, more. Whatever. It's more. Okay. Why even do it then? Um, I'm feeling. I just want Bev to get healthy, and I want Paul George to not... I want, when Paul George isn't hitting offensively, I want maybe something else other than rebounds to be ratcheted up a little bit. The 12 boards is great, but also it's like... What do you want? To, I want I want Paul George to play more like 10 Paul steals? George. Yes, I would love 10 <laughs> steals. Let us know what you thought about the game. Uh, at Locked on Clips, at, Loptic, at Charles Mockler. Coming up after this, we have a classic What You Say Wednesday about the Clippers playoff seat. All right. What You Say Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, Charles put out a poll on Tuesday. On yeah, Twitter. it comes out on Tuesday. We do these the night before. It's a uh, it's a whole Inception thing going on. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I try not to think about it. Yeah. Uh, so the poll was with 29 games left. I put the- it out before we played the Sixers game. Just full disclosure. Yeah, okay. I yeah, said the morning. I know. No more asterisks. Bro, there's some people who nitpick. No there. more asterisks. <laughs> I'm trying to cover We're all my done. bases. <laughs> trying to not uh, block anyone else on Twitter. With 29 games left in the Clippers' regular season, what playoff seed are you hoping to get? The options on this one were the one seed, second or third, or anything above five, please. Fair. I mean, those are good options, I think. I, of course, did not vote in this poll as an impartial poll Judge. putter. Um, as an impartial, yeah. 
Factotum. Factotum. Yeah, um, <laughs> been called worse. Um, the number one seed got 40% of the votes. Okay, so before we get to the majority, oh, this wow. one was a little surprising to me. Yeah, I was too. I, I, I put a couple replies in here about it too, but I was surprised so many people went for the number one seed. Because the team does not give a shit about the number one seed. It, it does not seem like it's a priority for the team, and, and people have brought up the one seed and like how it is close-ish. Um, I gotta be honest, man. I've never thought at any point during this season that that was really something that A, we were after, or B, that, that would be really attainable, to be honest. It's also just, just to be honest. Because I kind of thought like, Part of me was like, man, we should go for the number one seed. But I was like, I just, I don't even, I don't care what seed it is. Um, but so, second yeah. or third seed, once again, the first seed got 40% of the vote. There were 483 votes and counting because I forgot to put a timer on this one. Um, number one seed got 40% of the votes. Second or third seed, 53% of the votes. Anything above five, please. 7% of the votes. I think that's more of an expectation issue, though. I mean, we, we've we talked about it before, but... I'm in the... I would have voted anything above five. Yeah, I, I mean, I would... I'm, I'm cool with it. Give on, us home court. Yeah, honestly, as long as we're holding down home court... Um, the Western I, Conference I don't know how, goes no, to LA no matter what. Yeah. So and it, I, and I don't, every game is going to be an away game for us. I was going to say, and it, I, <laughs> I don't... get there. I don't know how much uh, home court truly matters in a series against the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't, but I would like it for the rest of the time. 100%. Yeah, we, getting it up until the Western Conference Finals is great. Totally. Um, there was. Where would you have voted? Would you have voted anything about five or second or third? Because there are some teams in those, you know, seven, six, seven spots that are a little annoying. Looking at the standings right now, uh, I think I would probably have voted for second or third, just because like I don't really want to see Houston in the first round. Yeah, like if we if we were to fall to four right now, that would have us that would have us playing Houston in the first round, and I, I mean I think that we win that series, but man, is that an annoying first round series to have to play? You're tired as hell. That's an we were just watching a little bit of Rockets Celtics, and it's like, oh, you run the whole time. Yeah, it's a pacer test. They're, yeah, they're they're pushing the transition play. And uh, did you take the pacer test in middle school? What's the pacer test? So the pacer test, I think it was on some presidential fitness stuff. The pacer mm -hmm. test is, uh, I think it's based. I think it's a basketball court. Maybe it's less, but like a beep will play, mm -hmm. and you have to get to the other end before the next beep. Is it a lateral shuffle? No, it's just a run. Oh, just it, a run, it, gotcha. It, but then it beeps again, and you have to get to the other end. So it's like a timed, it slowly ramps up gotcha. the time in between beeps. School bass tailgate high school, no big deal. Um, but Were the, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I beat a kid, and I got like, I think I got like, I got like 157. Mm -hmm. I was, I was in, I was sprinting towards the end. But there's a kid who was trying to beat me, and he kept like NASCAR style, like trying to like, Bump oh, me? cut off your lane? Yeah, like he was trying to cut off my lane. I'm like, it's a whole gym because kids drop like out. It. So it starts with 30 kids and then it drops out. So it's just me and him. And he gradually got closer trying to like bump me. And I finally gave up. I was I was even skinnier than I am now. So I had even, You were throwing bows? I had even sharper elbows than I do now. <laughs> and I like, I, I clocked him because I was like, dude, 
First of all, I'm not doing it. I don't. This I is love a neutral. That. I love that move. This is like, yeah. I the, love how seriously you were taking presidential fitness. I wasn't. He was. He pushed the issue. I, as a as a point of contention, try to do as little as possible. And I like <laughs> presidential fitness. Well, this was a time when the office of the presidency. I don't even. You know what? Honestly, Trump might have banned the presidential fitness medal because he's like, what the hell is this? Anyways, <laughs> back to the poll. Anyway, shout out to the Pacers. Uh, uh, no, so here's the opponents people didn't want to see, and it was Trailblazers in Oklahoma were the two ones that came up the most. Not the Rockets? The Rockets didn't really come up. Uh, people wanted to see Memphis, but those were the people who were going for the one seed because I don't think Memphis moves up to the seven seed. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, d- I definitely want to avoid the Trailblazers. I don't tr- I don't want to see Damian Lillard out of the regular season ever in my life. Yeah. They got a team. I mean, they're, they're, they're a small... So, like, teams that have a bunch... Like, you don't want to go against... Like, here's three things that I never want to see coalesce. Okay. Small market team uh, cr- that has crazy good home support. Mercurial superstar who can score 50 points on you maybe four games in a row if he wants. Blazers have that. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just that you don't want to. That's like kind of a Rockets team. Where like, dude, the first round, like, that's a hard ass test in the first round. I mean, yeah. No, that's fair. I. Maybe oof. I'm overrating Dame because I watched him in college murk the Grizzlies. But No, to- no totally. I, I mean, just being currently in the third, I would be really surprised if they snuck up to the sixth seed. Yeah. Uh, just given how their season started, uh, I mean, I would put the Mavs actually over the Thunder as a team that I don't really think I'd like to see. The Thunder one, I liked that the person put. They were like, I don't want to face uh, the Thunder because of the narrative. Yeah. Because the narrative always goes against the Clippers anytime the narrative is. Oh in yeah. Play. <laughs> oh yeah. I was fully expecting tonight in the 76ers game for there to be like. He hasn't come off the bench since his 11th game in the league, but Al Horford dropped 48, 17, and 6. Or like, something like that happens to the Clips. Yeah. The Mavs is an issue. Like, any team that has I mean, the, legitimate... I mean, they're suffering through injuries, injuries yeah, but yeah. that's true. Any team that can have legitimate 6, 10, plus, two of those guys on the floor at once who can ball handle, it's tough for the Clippers. And I don't see it happening just because their record is going to be great. Um, if any team was to like uh, pass the Lakers in the standings, I kind of actually think it might be the Nuggets. You think the Nuggets um, maybe get the one seed? I I don't know. Like I I I mean I could see it. They're it, in second now. Uh, they're just it a, would be classic Nuggets to get a the great, one seed. They're a great regular season team. Uh, not to say that they you know won't make some noise in the playoffs, but but they probably won't because they're a great regular season team. <laughs> um, Great regular season teams don't make noise in the playoffs. That's why they're not great teams. But that's another team that, I mean, we, I still don't know what that matchup is going to look like. I I'm, still don't fully understand what that matchup is going to look like. 85% sure I picked the Nuggets to maybe win the West because they seems like they really try in the regular season. Yeah. I mean, um, they have the depth to do it. It's like on a consistent night-in, night-out basis for sure. But when you're... Facing like when you get to that top, top tier, yeah, like the top tier talent against top tier talent, night in, night out, is that enough? They got that hit to run. me is where it gets a little shaky. They they're a team that has to like win in spite of stuff. Yeah, and I think it's sure. harder for them to. Well, I mean, every for team sure. does. I think they also have a worse home record this year than they did last year. 
Um, they're twenty-one and six at the old Pepsi Center. Yeah. So like, I I mean, Pepsi's not getting their rocket over there. That that a little bit worries me about their about their you know playoff aspiration for sure. Anything else on this Watch Say Wednesday? No. Thank you everyone who voted. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, yeah. I think we're both in agreement. As long as it's a home court advantage seed, that's oh, great. One through four, I'm fine. Uh, second or third, you know, that's gravy. Yeah, let's do it. That's gravy. Let's 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 go for it. And no matter what, we're still the favorites. And people who wanted the one seed, I hey, I, cool. I appreciate the aspiration. Can't yeah. poo-poo it for sure. Um, coming up after this, we just got a real quick shame. We're going to be talking about Pat Bev's injury, buyout market, and I have one more note about the 76ers game. Okay. <laughs> okay, so start with your note about the 76ers game. What the hell is this? I got one we, did we, ta- we didn't talk about the Morris and Bede scuffle. Oh, we didn't. So, um, Morris and Abid kind of got into it. Mm-hmm. Bit of a slap hands, I guess. Bobby Boucher would call it. Um, yeah, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Uh, Brouhaha. Yeah, ass grabbing. Um, <laughs> and we knew what we were going to get with Marcus Morris. Yep. That's a thing. I'm, I mean, I'm pro yeah. it. I, in, in nine out of ten situations, I'm pro it. This one, we were already losing, and the crowd loved Embiid after hating Embiid an hour before. I do not understand Philly sports fans. I don't either. But it was just like, damn. It. Like, this just fired everyone up. Yeah. All right, anyway. Um, buyout market. What do we need? Point guard. Or third center? I just bowed my head in. Yeah. <laughs> like In shame. Yeah, so it's it's an issue. It's like... We don't know how long Bev's going to be out. There's no clarity. Going into the trade deadline, I think that you and I both said that the most important thing was honestly like another combo wing. Yeah. We're wrong. We're we're wrong. We're not wrong. I'm going to eat these words. Right now we're wrong. We got the trade right. We got, I mean. Yeah, we we did get the trade right. We predicted what, like we said what was going to happen. It happened. Uh, However, two glaring issues are obviously with the injury to Patrick Beverly. The guard rotation is so paper thin. Um, it's non-existent. And then... Damn. With... Damn, son. <laughs> Where'd you find this take? And then with the center, uh, I mean, we talked about it going into the trade deadline, which was, like, the only reason I would be a proponent of trading Zubats would be if Doc doesn't trust him. Which he doesn't. We, we saw Marcus Morris in the fourth before we've seen Zoo that late in the fourth. We gotta get what? somebody... We got to get somebody else in there, and while while I still, like, I'm not dead on the idea of small ball with Morris at the five, I, I, I still think that that could, that could work. Oh, same here, but, like, we saw that, like, dude, he's been on the team, like, a fortnight, barely. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, totally. And he's um, getting fourth, he might have more fourth, like, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, he might have more minutes than Zoo on the season already, or <laughs> something like that. Um, Doc's trust is fickle. It's fickle. I yeah. I don't know. Early on, we we kind of thought that maybe it was a conditioning issue with Zoo. Um, I'm not sure that that's the case anymore. It's not a conditioning issue. It's a not let him foul out for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, let, let him, him foul play, out. dude. Put it just put him in there. Um, so like those. That's all well and good. We've we're now at this thing where it's like, all right, we got these roster spots. Maybe we need a point guard, and maybe we need a big. Supposedly, the Clippers are interested in neither of those things. They're interested in Tyler Johnson. He's has, a point guard? Sure. 
Career averages of 10, 3, and 2 with a net neutral plus minus. I gotta be honest. Listed as a point guard shooting guard, but doesn't seem to do either of those things very well. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't pass well. Charles posted. I'm gonna post the clip on Charles in the notes posted, I don't want this guy on the team. And it's a picture of Tyler Johnson that looks like Cousin Moe's from yeah. The Office. He looks like me if I was 13 and could grow the horrible beard I wanted to grow. <laughs> I don't know. We shouldn't be interested in him. We should. We should Here's be, the thing. We should Here's be the- paying Detroit to buy out Reggie. We should be paying the goddamn Cavs to buy out Tristan. Here's the thing. For like. When this roster is fully healthy, someone who's a net neutral point guard is, I gotta be honest, kind of all that we're looking for. Uh, yeah. Getting somebody who can provide more than that is is obviously a great weapon to have. Once again, I I do a little bit struggle to see how the fit will work, just given uh, Doc's reliance on Lou as a closer, as well as, uh, I mean, I... I think it's safe to say that when healthy that I don't really see any strong reason, especially with what's available on the buyout market, uh, an upgrade at the starting position. So we're looking at like somebody who's taken up kind of third string point guard minutes. Yeah. And someone who is a net neutral and can even score in double digits and provide, I mean, two assists isn't great, but two assists is nothing. Uh, but who knows with the with the cast around and maybe that could grow. Maybe, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you'll be building a Tyler. This picture can like I cannot stop laughing. Maybe you'll this be building a Tyler so Johnson Island or something out there. Um, anything else in shavings? Uh, no, we gotta wrap it up. All but right. so let's just get on to Boston. You know, um, yeah. Thursday's episode previewing Clippers vs Celtics. Mm-hmm. Hot take Thursday. We already got a couple sent in. One yeah. of them from a Lakers fan. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much, everybody who listens and, and leaves their takes. Leave your hot takes at 213-986-7354. That's right. Maybe if you get lucky, one of us will answer. Uh, it'll probably be me if one of us does. Probably won't. Um, and with shavings, whatever else happens to you now and then in Clipperland. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Deezer. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I'm winning the opinion updike. Appreciate you. How long?